Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Overthinking Gaming, where every episode we discuss a different game. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the final 2D Metroid game, at least the final 2D Metroid game for now, Metroid Dread. Now, fun fact about Metroid Dread, if you didn't know, Metroid Dread was a game that was actually supposed to come out a long, long time ago. And everyone heard about it, about leaks, about Metroid Dread, and a lot of people actually made videos about it being cancelled. And I'm pretty sure it didn't come out until, like, 20 years later, something like that. A very long time. I don't know the exact time, but I know that it was supposed to come out a while before and it didn't come out. Now, as you know, everyone saw the trailers for Metroid Dread and was going crazy about it. New fans of the series being like, oh, I can get into Metroid. Older fans that played all the other Metroid games are like, finally, a brand new Metroid game. I mean, if you watch Arlo on YouTube, I'm sure you saw him just freak out. I mean, understandably so. And when I saw this, that's actually when I started my Metroid journey. So thank you to the Metroid Dread trailers for actually getting me to want to try out the Metroid series and actually eventually becoming a fan like I am now. So without further ado, let's get into it. So the story with Metroid Dread starts, excuse me by the way, because I am a little rusty on the story, but I'm going to try my best. But it starts off with, uh, with Samus actually getting a mission to go to planet ZDR as it, uh, it turns out they detected the X parasites presence there. And on the way there, uh, Samus's computer, Adam, is basically like, yo, this bounty's not worth it. This is not worth it, dude. You shouldn't go. And Samus is like, well, I'm going to go anyways. And Samus gets there. And basically, as soon as she gets there, um, she meets a Chozo warrior that takes her out. And she's lost all her powers. And she must find them again. Which, normally, I say maybe is a little, like, repetitive. And some people might say that, but come on, bro. That's the whole point of a Metroid game. Y'all didn't like how fusion worked. Now, now you can go out and find your power-ups again. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you land on the planet and uh, there's more to the story, but let me talk about the gameplay. Um, so the controls in this game are, I don't even know how to describe them, but it's its so flawless. It feels so great to control Samus. Sure, the wall jumping, you don't have to do anything crazy for It's, you know, going against the wall, but damn, every single thing in this game, how Samus moves, you know, you know, that, that, how Samus moves, how Samus shoots, how Samus jumps, how Samus ducks, you can slide now. Just everything that Samus does in this game is amazing. The controls feel great. It feels very responsive. Yeah, the bosses feel skillful to damage. The enemies do too. Like, and, uh, nothing feels like it's my, like, sorry. Nothing feels like it's the game's fault. It feels like it's my fault if I don't do well enough. The countering has been sharpened up. I know not many people like the countering in, uh, excuse me, in Samus Returns. But in this game, the countering actually works so well. And you don't even have to counter. Sometimes you can just hit him with a melee attack, some enemies, depending. But the countering just works well. Getting hit doesn't knock you back as far. It's not as required. Sure, you do learn it. And sure, you need to learn it to progress because it's something that you need to do. But it's not really going to affect it in the long run. I mean, I, I, yes, you do need it. But it's so much easier to do. And it's so... It's not as necessary and as hard to do as in Samus Returns. Like, it's been perfected, it's been polished, and now it works so much better. And that's just something. Like, kudos to kudos to the creators of this game for doing that. Um, the Aeon abilities are also back, and you get some new ones, like a Phantom Cloak, which lets you turn invisible, which I'll get into now why you need that. Um, there's also... Uh, I'm trying to think of all the Aeon abilities. There's one that, like, kind of lets you... Uh, uh, move back and forth between rooms. I'm pretty sure they brought back the thing that shows hidden blocks. And there's one more I'm forgetting that for some reason I can't think of. Let me let me look up the Aeon abilities in uh, Metroid Dread. 
I should have had this beforehand, but for some reason I'm forgetting what Aeon abilities, because I'm pretty sure there's four, but I'm only thinking of three. Unless there's three and uh, yeah. I think Flash Shift is the one that lets you dash. Pulse Radar lets you find items. Uh, actually, no, there might only be three. I'm probably confusing it with Samus Returns with it having four. Anyway, so the Aeon abilities work great. There's a great selection of them. They work really well. You actually need the invisibility cloak, or that's what it's called, to go through certain doors undetected. It works great. Um, it's kind of it's kind of cool too because you get it from a boss that actually like turns invisible, kind of like a chameleon type thing. It's not a chameleon; it's more of a scorpion. But I mean, that's cool. Um, also, um, this game has a horror a horror element like fusion. It's a little more. Uh, involved it, you see it more throughout the game there's more of a tension it gets your heart racing i caught my heart racing personally and i fell in love with that i fell in love with always feeling like i had to be on the run like always feeling like constantly like oh shit i like i have to worry about this and that comes th that comes through with basically the emmys which are these robots sent by the federation to actually examine the x-virus and they actually lost contact with them when they sent them to the planet and that was like the number one thing that I saw everyone going crazy about when they saw the robot, when they saw the trailers, Samus running away from them because they get to you, they kill you in one shot unless you can counter them. And the timing is very difficult. There are like apparently different cutscenes. Believe me, I've tried it. I've tried to counter them. I've countered them a few good times, but then other times it's like impossible. And usually it's like the same thing. You have to go through the rooms, run away from them. Don't get detected. You can use the invisibility cloak to your advantage. But if they do see you, it won't work. So... You just got to be very careful with how you use it. These things are very good at finding you. The AI feels insane. Like they hear you no they hear you make noise and you're around them. They'll run through. Um, some of them also have different abilities, like some are faster. Some can freeze you in place. And this is because some of them have certain abilities that are Samus's that you can actually take from them. And that was also kind of cool. I mean, that that isn't the only way you get items in the game which I liked. I'm pretty sure you get some from like the orb things that the Chozos are holding. So like, you, you, you know, there's a mix of ways of getting items. Um, a new thing that actually came to this game is a spider climb, which lets Samus climb blue areas. It's kind of like the spider ball, but instead you don't need to be in a morph ball to climb these things. I mean, I don't think you can be in a morph ball. Shine sparking, I want to say, is something that's been made a lot easier, which was a hidden technique in Super Metroid or holding down and you can like jump up and stuff. And there are a few sections to find items that you need to know how to shine spark. And it's extremely difficult. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit expressive here, but I had to look up guides and stuff just to get through. And it would, it would piss me off, but I felt great when I was able to do it. I was like, hell yeah, I am good at Metroid Dread. And the controls, again, the controls are so good. And um, like I mentioned, I really like, I really like the enemy sections. At some point, you take the enemy sections down after fighting like this thing that's like a core that lets you get like this cannon that you can actually do damage to them. And you got you kind of got to strategize because you got to first hit them with something that'll heat up their their head plate and that'll take it off. And then from there, you got to charge a beam that'll hit them. And they make it look really epic and it's really cool and really fun. And sometimes when you shoot them, like you only can at the last second. So it's you know, it's just it's fun. It's amazing. It feels great to just oh shoot i'm almost gonna die and then you shoot them right there when they're about to kill you and then you get a new ability and you move on um the map of this game isn't that confusing i got confused because it was like going through areas a lot and switching through areas that's something i kind of didn't like the always having to switch areas 
because there was some sort of linearity to it. There was a lot of exploration in this game, don't get me wrong, a lot more than Fusion. Not, I wouldn't say Super Metroid level of exploration, but there was, um, there was a lot of exploration, and that's something that I did appreciate. I do like linearity too, though, so I'm kind of like in the middle. But I did find myself getting lost, which is really stupid. When I played it again, I didn't get lost, but I think I just doubted myself because I'd take an elevator to a different area and that'd be where I had to go. And I was expecting it more to be like, oh, it's optional to go there if you want to get some items. So like, you don't have to go here yet. And there is actually a certain part of the game where a cutscene plays and you kind of got an idea of what's going on. I forgot to mention Adam, the computer, uh, has little rooms in, in Dread that are kind of like Fusion World. He'll update you and tell you what you should focus on next. It's not like as objective heavy. It's not it's not as focused on like specifics of what you need to do, but it's still kind of like gives you some sort of idea. And he has a voice now that's kind of unsettling. But I mean, it works for the game because the game is very, you know, tension heavy, like it's going to scare you. It's I mean, not not scare you, but it's really it's just a great game, honestly. Like, holy shit. They, perfect, they perfected Metroid for this game. Um, what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. So at a certain point in the room, there's like what I consider to maybe to be like the halfway point. And this is when you meet a Chozo named... Uh, what's his name? Wow. I, I literally just forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, give me a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up his name. I, I would literally like... Um, I, I literally... I literally just watched a video and they said his name and I need to figure out what it is. Quiet Robe. That's what it is. I am an idiot. I should have written that down. Quiet Robe is his name. And he kind of explains that uh, this guy, Ravenbeak, the Chosen Warrior that shot you down at the beginning, is actually trying to conquer the galaxy. And he kind of explains a history of uh, a, a little bit, apparently, about how the Chozos were divided into two groups. One of them wanted to use the Metroids to destroy the world, to destroy the world, and the other ones wanted to, yeah, to use the Metroids to destroy the world, and the others wanted to destroy them and destroy the Metroids, and then you, you know not use them for not use them for that. And Quiet Robe, uh, they actually wanted to use him because he had the ability to control the Metroids, which is very rare. And because of that, they wanted to use him. And Samus is kind of like, don't worry. Don't worry, homie, I got you. I'll take down uh, Raven, Ravenbeak. And then all of a sudden, uh, Quiet Robe is murdered right in front of you. I mean, maybe that's why it's T-rated. I honestly don't know. Um, and then you fight one of these like robotic bosses, and you fight those every once in a while, um, which sometimes they get stronger. And those fights remind me a lot of the Samus Return fights with... Uh, with the Metroids, I want to say the fights are a lot better. The fights are, the fights feel, the, the fights feel better. The bosses can be hard, but the bosses aren't impossible either. Even on hard mode, I was able to do pretty well with them. It was just a matter of learning. A lot of people say Metroid Dread is a hard game. I don't share that opinion. If anything, I think it's a little bit easier of a game. Um, if you've never played a Metroid game, it might be harder, but if you played all the Metroid games before and played Samus Returns multiple times, it should probably be easy because it's like Samus Returns but more responsive. I don't even want to compare it to Samus Returns because it just controls so much better. And Samus Returns, you think already controls great, then play this game and see how it controls because it controls so much better. It's like 10, well, not 10 times, maybe like two times the amount of control, uh, gr greatness and control offered by Samus Returns. Um. So anyways, after that point, he like, I'm pretty sure he opens a gate for you. He actually shuts down the Emmy. So like uh, you can go through a room and they, weren't, they won't hunt you down now. And eventually, uh, eventually 
you actually open this door and release the X. Uh, you actually go in there and the X virus are there. And that part of the game was honestly a huge part of the game for me. I saw that the X virus were there. Not, I freaked out. I flipped out. I was like, yo, it's the X virus. Like, I, I, you know, at that point of the game, I forgot that you had gone there to investigate the X virus. I was just kind of having the time of my life playing. I was like, I'm going to stop Ravenbeak, you know? Um, and then I see the X virus and it was just kind of like, it was crazy. It was like, it was like a reunion. I got excited to see them, even though it was an enemy. I, I don't know why I got excited. It's stupid. It's a virus. But I just didn't expect to see them for some reason, even though it literally says, oh, we've detected their activity. So you go in there, um, you kind of explore. A lot of the enemies there turn into X-Virus when you defeat them because it's an X-Virus. I'm pretty sure you fight a boss, you get some upgrades. Um, then actually at some point you're supposed to leave. And when you leave, um, the X-Virus are allowed through the whole planet and start infecting everything. And the whole thing in the game changes. Every enemy you defeat now, um, turns into, excuse me, turns into an X-Virus in the air and you collect them. It's, it's, it's a lot like fusion in terms of that. Like they'll turn, you know, like when you defeat an enemy, they don't have that weird solosis thing going on. But, um, when you defeat them, an X-Virus will be in the air and you can collect it instead of those little uh, energy pellets and Aeon pellets. Now you'll collect X-Virus. And that was really cool. Some of those enemies take a lot to take down. And that was really cool. It was challenging. It was cool. Um, and I don't know. Now, now it's a big thing. Like if you play Fusion, this is a lot of fan service to you specifically, I'd say, because you see all of this going on. You're like, whoa, <laughs> you know, you played Fusion and now you're you're dealing with the X-Virus again. It, it isn't as prominent of a thing as Fusion. Like it isn't like the big threat, you, like the big threat in this in this instance is, is still Ravenbeak. But still, it's kind of crazy seeing them floating around and the fact that they're back um, eventually. You get to the end and it turns out that Adam has been not Adam. It's been controlled by Ravenbeak this whole time. And because Ravenbeak wants to make Samus grow stronger. So he sent the Emmys after her. Some of the strongest things in the galaxy that you can't take down with normal shooting. And at this point, it makes Samus the strongest warrior in the galaxy. And then you get a really big plot twist in the game. Unless I'm just too stupid to get it. But this chose a warrior. Spoiler warning is actually Samus's biological father which apparently is because he put his DNA into a machine that they use to create Samus. There's a whole lore that I'm not really that familiar with, but he put his DNA in there and then boom, you're like, whoa, you know, Star Wars type moment. Luke, I am your father. I, I don't think that's apparently that's not the line. Apparently people mishear that. Apparently he says that he's his father, but not like that. But whatever, that's not important. Anyways, so you fight him. He's the final boss. And then once you take out, once you take him out and what I consider to be the hard part, um, uh, you actually have to fight him again. Uh, I think that's what happens. Yeah, you actually have to fight him again. And then Samus actually turns full Metroid at this point. Uh, and like Samus's suit will like change completely. And that's one of the coolest things in the game. You're like, holy shit, Samus is a Metroid now. Um, and by this point already, Samus has been like sucking the energy out of things. Is something I forgot to mention. Like at this point, after defeating the enemy, she'll just like suck the energy out of them. Or enemies, she'll suck the energy out of them, like, like very much like a Metroid sucking the life form out of something, and it's just something very cool. And I like that they added that. You, you, you know, they're like uh, they're adding to the fact that Samus is basically becoming and became a Metroid. And um, what happens is an epic, an epic final fight with Samus and Ravenbeak. Ravenbeak has now been taken over by the X Parasite, so it's the Metroids versus X Parasites, basically, which is very, very cool. And it, it's it's as simple as just holding a charge shot and then 
finally taking out Ravenbeak. It's more of a cutscene than anything else, but an interactive cutscene at that. And then after that, you have the escape sequence, which is really fun. It reminds me a lot of the Super Metroid escape sequence because you just have a really strong beam when you shoot. And then eventually you get back to your ship. Ravenbeak is there, infected by the X-Virus, but um, for some reason. And Adam is like, yo, Samus, uh, you can't control your ship. If you do, you're going to suck the energy out of your ship. So then Ravenbeak, controlled by the X-Virus, I don't know if it's Ravenbeak, no, the people have theorized different things, I don't know, well no, sorry, not Ravenbeak, my bad, it's not Ravenbeak that appears, uh, forget that, sorry, it's it's the other guy, the good Chozo, the, I forgot his name again, Quiet Robe, so Quiet Robe, I'm an idiot, sorry for saying Ravenbeak, Quiet Robe appears and kind of like does a little bow and he's being controlled by the X-Virus, so I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Quiet Robe or the X-Virus, like, you know, apology, whatever, or maybe they gain consciousness, whatever it is. But they basically uh, go into Samus, which takes out her, her her Metroid abilities, so she can escape. And she finally escapes, and yeah. I mean, that's the end of the game, and it's very cool. 100% of this game is actually pretty fun, too. The areas are... They're just fun to traverse through. Nothing feels like it overstays its welcome. The Emmy sections are definitely the highlight for me. I loved running away. I mean, it's, it doesn't have the same effect now when I play it like another time, but running away from them, almost getting caught, barely just jumping over them. It's got a different feeling than the SAX because the SAX you can't really get away from. You can't do it. Like, it's a little harder with the SAX, but with the Emmy, like you got to be really good to avoid them. It just feels good to actually avoid them. And finally defeating them after feels great. Um, seeing Samus get stronger at the end feels great. There's just so much that's great about this game and it makes me hope that there will be other Metroid games because they did a fantastic job on this game. Another thing I wanted to mention is Kraid also makes his way back and he's like being controlled. I mean, not being controlled, like, but like, it seems like he's been kind of rebuilt and the way Samus faces Kraid is like, she just kind of like, she has an attitude like, okay, I've done this before, whatever. Like she has a whatever attitude. Obviously, obviously it's up to you, the player, to finish the fight or lose. But, like, you know, basically if you do what you're supposed to do and finish it, Samus will just, like, look and then I'm pretty sure fire a final shot and then just be like, whatever. Samus won't look afraid. Samus won't be cautious. Samus will just be like, whatever, bro. It's not a big deal. Like, I, like, and towards the end of the game, when she sucks the life out of stuff, like, Samus just does it like it's an everyday job. Samus like, I've done this before. And that's something that's really cool because it shows some sort of character development. I mean, I, I guess Samus doesn't really need that level of character development in terms of those things, but showing that she's gotten stronger is definitely a great thing. I mean, being defeated by the Chosen Warrior doesn't show that, but that's, you know, that's a little bit different. But the fact that towards the end of the game, she starts doing things, you're like, or her attitude towards bosses really shows that Samus has actually grown. And that's something that I personally really appreciate, um, you know, like using that in the story and... Yeah, it's just honestly, I don't know. It's a great game. People argue it's not a $60 game, but I, I argue, yeah, hell yeah, it's a $60 game. Um, on your first playthrough, it'll probably take you 11 hours like it took me, but then on your second, it'll probably take you maybe three to six, which is around the time it took me. And, you, you know, it's perfectly fine. Not every game needs to be uh, long or, you, you, you know, um, I don't know what else to say, but not every game needs to be super long lengthwise to be worth $60. This game, it feels good to play. The, like, you know, the graphics are great. The controls are great. Everything is great about it. The story, uh, they did a fantastic job. It's not Metroid Other M level graphics. 
I mean, but thankfully it's not Metroid and other story. Well, you know, that sort of thing. But it still, it looks great on the Switch. It plays great. I haven't had any lag issues. The Aeon abilities are chosen perfectly. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought about a pun like Chozo. But just everything, it's great that they waited to release Tread because they really perfected it. And if they would have released Tread earlier, um, you know, like the same game, but on a lot lower of a level or on something like the DS or 3DS or something like that, I think it would have been a lot different and it wouldn't have been as fun. It wouldn't have been as great of a game. And I just think it's great that they decided to do this. And anyways, I mean, <laughs> I've only been talking for 20 minutes, but I think that's all I have to say about this game. I might make some follow-ups talking more about specific things I like, but that's, that's all I have to say. I just had a great experience with this game. Um, even, even so in my second playthrough, it was just, it's just a really fun game. It's really fun to play and it just feels great. And I'd highly recommend it to anyone, even if it's your first Metroid game, because th this works as like the last Metroid game and a first Metroid game. It's more exciting if it's the last one, obviously, because of all the story elements that come together, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really fun. It's really awesome. There's even a hard mode and the hard mode for me wasn't that hard. It's just... The bosses can take you down quicker, kind of, but it's fun. And I really hope they add some sort of DLC or they connect it to Metroid Prime 4 somehow, because that would be great. Uh, I'm just I'm just hoping for more Metroid after this, because I'm really glad and really amazed by what Nintendo has done with this and Mercury Steam. The only complaint I have is that apparently Mercury Steam um, kept the names of some people that worked on this game absent because they didn't work on it for more than a year. So some people, I don't know what the time was, but apparently some people worked on this game for like six months straight and their names aren't in the credits because they didn't work on it for a year or something like that. I don't know the specifics, but apparently a lot of people's names got left off of the game that worked on it. So I wanted to mention that um, I, 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 I stand with those that that's names didn't get on the credits. And if you see anything about it, um, well, just... I, I don't know. Just make sure to keep in mind that there are people that worked on this game whose names aren't in the credits, even if you don't watch the credits. I don't know. I just heard about it and I thought it was stupid and it annoyed me that their names aren't in the credits because this is an amazing game and the amazing things that they did deserve to be recognized just as everybody else. Um, that's a little bit of a different topic, though. I didn't mean for that to take away from the fact that this game is amazing and the team did a great job. Just to keep those people in mind because it's really shitty for them to not have their names in the credits especially when they put so much work into it and maybe you know maybe even make Kray look look how amazing as it does like stuff like that anyways i think that's all i have to say about this game um i honestly was expecting i keep acting like i'm gonna end it and have more to say i was expecting this game to take a different turn i thought it was gonna be the federation hunting down samus and that would have been cool but i'm not i wasn't disappointed by how the story turned out and i'm surprised by how intuitive and how just how great it works, sorry, how great it works the whole way through. So yeah, I think that's all I have to say. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great day. Go play Metroid Dread, you will not regret it. And don't buy a special edition from Scalpers, even though it may be your only option. You know, I, I probably will, but don't because it's way too much money, but it's still such a great game. So if you do it, don't blame yourself. Anyways, guys, hope you don't dread your day. That was a really stupid way to end the episode, but. Anyways, yeah, hope you look forward to my next, uh, to the next episode that I'm going to come out. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll cover something news. Maybe I'll do a different series, a different game. I just picked up a copy of Pokemon Shining Pearl, so I'm going to try it out. Maybe I'll let you guys know how it is. Maybe I won't. I'll see. 
Anyways, guys, like I said, have a great day. Bye.